Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts, innovators, creators, storytellers, and the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media. Today we are joined by Peg Fitzpatrick. And today's show is all about Instagram. We're going to cover new features and product updates. The future of Instagram marketing in 2022. And how to stay competitive in a busy space. Peg, I'm so glad that you're here today. It's exciting. Hello. It's not like we talk every week or anything. Or every day <laughs> or all the time. Yes. Right. But hey, everybody else. Hey. And we miss Grace today. Grace isn't here. So yes. So uh, she is. She'll up. be back next time, but uh, she needed to take some time. So you got me, but it's going to be a lot of fun because Peg and I, like she said, we talk every week. So, But if you don't know who Peg Fitzpatrick is, you really should. She is a popular social media speaker, trainer, and writer. She is the co-author of The Art of Social Media, Power Tips for Power Users, that covers all the social media platforms. And I know she's she's everywhere, and uh, <laughs> she's everywhere online. She's always been that way ever since I have known her. She's passionate about social media and inspiring others to be their best. So, um, Peg, I am so excited to have you uh, on the show. And we're also, we work together every day on Guy Kawasaki's Remarkable People. We did mention yes. that. So, And if you haven't listened to Remarkable People podcast, please that's really good. It. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to do. So yeah. um, another thing that you guys should do is actually uh, check out our sponsors, which is Ecamm. They are what makes this show possible. We actually use them for the Remarkable People live show as well when we do that on Wednesday uh, across all the socials. But Ecamm, it's amazing. They are what make this show possible. You can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. That's socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. They're actually in the middle of a really cool thing they're doing on Facebook inside their uh, their public channel. You guys can go search them on Facebook. They have a thing they're doing, uh, Vlogmas, where they're doing all this training and cool stuff and the community's coming around and doing all those videos so make sure you check them out just do a search for ecamm on uh, that's a, facebook that's a very popular youtube challenge that people do vlogmas so yes they're, and showing you, they're giving you tips and tricks i'm assuming on yes how to and there's some better. really good uh, incredible uh trainers in there so if you mm -hmm. want to up your video game on all the platforms just go check that out just do a search for yeah. vlogmas but they are amazing thank you ecamm for making this show possible if you have any questions about ecamm ever just feel free to dm me because i have been using them before they were sponsored i love them to death so uh, i'd be happy to answer any of your questions but socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecam. So today we are talking all about Instagram marketing. So one of the things, um, and Grace helped me put the show together, but one of the things we wanted to talk about is how is Instagram doing these days? <laughs> so one of the things is that Instagram, I believe last week reportedly hit 2 billion active users, 
but they're not going to admit it. They it's this came from internal documents. Somebody broke the story, uh, kind of anonymously. And the Verge is the one who that I saw the the article about. They have uh, Instagram has reportedly climbed to two billion monthly active users. That's according mm. to this uh, anonymous employee who broke the news. Oh, it's to CNBC. Sorry, it wasn't. The Verge reported it from CNBC, and this Meta-owned company probably is never going to disclose those numbers, uh, but especially since it's kind of been the last several months been under scrutiny for potentially causing harm to kids and teens. So the last time Instagram publicly announced the size of its user base was way back in 2018 Mm -hmm. when it revealed it had 1 billion users. So, but that's probably TikTok has more, which is why they don't want to, they don't want to share it now because they're not number one would be my guess. That's what I've been hearing from a bunch of different sources. So it actually took three years for Instagram to hit this 2 billion mark, but it's still Mm -hmm. a big deal. So it is, it's a lot of people, but just like you said, Instagram has been desperately trying to stay ahead of TikTok. This is the Mm -hmm. fastest growing short form video app. They just crossed 1 billion users in September. Um, this is after they. Uh, this is only three years after they merged with, from uh, Musically, and mm-hmm. uh, so Instagram has been rolling out feature after feature to stay ahead. And we're going to get to those later in the show. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. The Verge re- reached out to Instagram for comment, but they didn't hear anything back. So <laughs> they got an automated message. <laughs> that's right. It's, any of the meta, it's really hard to get anything. So um, it's really. No, I was saying because you can do the you can do the automated messages oh, like in your Instagram. Like right. you can set up you can set up like thanks for contacting us. We'll get back to you. So you got that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, it's we read that this you know it's this platform has two billion active users allegedly, mm-hmm. and then a lot of time we say oh they're they're doomed or whatever you know, but they're not really. They have that's a lot of eyeballs. So talk mm-hmm. to about us talk to us about. Do you feel like Instagram has become oversaturated? Or does it still provide like an opportunity for business owners to grow their following? I think that it's still the best place for um, to start out. If you haven't done anything at all, I would say try Instagram because you can still reach people with hashtags and location tags and things like that. Facebook. I would never recommend somebody start there Mm -hmm. now because it's impossible to reach people. Nobody checks hashtags there and nobody checks location. I don't even know if you you can still do locations on Facebook posts because nobody does it. If it transfers over from Instagram, it might be there. Um, But if I was a new business, I would still, I was actually talking to a small business owner yesterday and she was kind of figuring out, she got a grant and she was trying to figure out and she's going to have some consultations. And she was like, you know, what, what do you think? And I was like, honestly, I would do Instagram, not Facebook because it's just too hard to reach people there. And then just kind of, you know, share your things over from Instagram to Facebook. If you already have a page or something, Mm -hmm. I don't ignore my Facebook page, but I don't think it really gets too much interaction. It gets a few likes here and there, but, um, in general, Instagram is harder than it used to be. I think I've said this before on your show, you know, Facebook used to be the place to be and the algorithm well, it was hardly there at all. And, and everybody who liked your page would see everything. And they cut that out a long time ago. And people were like, okay, I'll go over to Instagram. And then on Instagram, you could reach a lot of people and grow. And so I have a pretty good following there, but to be honest, I can't get it to grow. Right. I've, been, I've been working on it and I did um, 
kind of, we're going to talk more about it later with questions, but, you know, I did a little challenge to myself to try to do some reels and um, TikTok. And I did like 30 days of videos on both. And my Instagram account did not grow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even with 30 days of consistent reels, which is time consuming. Yeah. So, so I was disappointed. I was like, well, maybe, you know, they're really pushing reels. Their reels are the thing. It's the real deal. Go real, (laughs) you know, but it, it, get, get real, get real. But it, it, I didn't grow from that. So mm-hmm. my inst, my TikTok grew a little bit. I mean, I, I didn't have that many. I literally have like 130 something followers there. It's not like I had a lot, but I gained like maybe 15 or something. So I right. gained like 10%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, w- I want to, so uh, Sabrina has a, a great little comment. She goes, it's not hard. It's complicated. And I agree. So right. I feel a little bit like it's, it, it feels bloated to me and we'll talk mm-hmm. about some of the new features later, but, mm-hmm. and I really, I don't know if I, I still have the old mindset. It's gotta be perfect on Instagram and, and the it feed. definitely doesn't anymore. Uh, I was yeah. actually scrolling through my old feet, my own feed and looking, cause I had, I looked at someone else's and they had like a grid going with like, right. you know, every other kind of deal. So it made a pattern and mm-hmm. everything was the same colors. And that was the way you had to go. Two years ago, that was the only way to go. Your pictures needed to be perfect. You needed all your colors to be there. You know, I've done puzzle feeds before, which people liked, but didn't. that didn't really help grow my account right. either. They look pretty, but we're definitely not in that mode anymore. And I think TikTok had a lot to do with that, where it's more kind of real, if you can say it's right. real with all the filters, um, because the filters are insane on Instagram. Right. I mean, you yeah. could, I could have no makeup on right now and go on Instagram and there's like false eyelashes, full face, you know, everything, right. um, which leads to unreal expectations. But um, yeah, I think that it used to be, it, it seems complicated because it is, they add a lot of new features and they change things and they add things, but it doesn't have to be this perfect thing anymore. It doesn't have to be a perfect picture. It doesn't have to be post every day at this time. Doesn't like those things. The feed isn't as important as it used to be. Now that reels, reels and stories, stories used to be very popular, but I think their reels are more what they're pushing now. Right. But I, I still check stories a lot. I like to check people's stories. So yeah, I think so, other people do too. So Gary has, this is really interesting. Um, so he says he's, I, he's really cut back on what we post on Facebook. Instagram yeah. seems to be easier to connect with folks with messages, et cetera. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that the, the more I've reading articles and some of the new features that are coming out uh, and stuff I see like you doing Peg and, and then also like Lou Mangello who does the WDW radio, which is a Disney based thing is how it grows community. And I'm all mm-hmm. about the community stuff and figuring out, that's one of my big goals in uh, 2022 is how can I increase and grow not only this community, but other communities and be parts of other communities. We have a great community here, like with Sabrina and, you know, Gary and all the people who watch. Um, and like Jim even says, this is something he wants to work on in 2022. Uh, I totally agree. So mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on like the, the, the future of marketing through Instagram. What do you see as like the most exciting advancements in Instagram marketing uh, Mm. from like 2021 going into 2022? because I, I, the thing I was saying is community, but what, have you seen anything right. else, Peg, that, that would be great? It's still, it's still where I talk to people the most too, in comments and direct messages. There's people that I talk to, you know, just on, just on Instagram. So I like it for community and conversation as well. Um, mm-hmm. There's, 
they've set up a couple new things. Um, number one, that's a big thing for people who didn't have it before is that you can add a link. So everybody can add a link to their story, which is a really big thing because before you couldn't. So now you can add a link to your story and hopefully, but I, I don't know how many people are clicking off of Instagram to go check things. My blog has never gotten a ton of traffic from Instagram, even though I've spent a lot of time there. It's right. more about the where I'm talking to people and talking about things kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So if you want to build engagement <clears throat> in conversation and community, I still think that some of that is old fashioned legwork where you're there after you post, you're checking your comments and then, you know, just make sure that you're checking in every once and, you know, you're not just ignoring it. Mm -hmm. So the, it's hard to go from not ignoring it to getting stuck in a rabbit right, hole of right. like, <laughs> you got to balance that out a little bit. Right. So one <laughs> of the things, um, Adam, uh, Moseri, the head of Instagram said when actually was, I think it was in front of Congress, um, mm -hmm. that they're, they're embracing a paradigm shift where users are asking for more entertaining video content. Well, that's because of TikTok. Really? Um, and so, you know, they're saying that it's, I think that's the struggle. Okay. Because so they're, so they're blaming the users. <clears throat> <laughs> probably. probably. They're I, I, they're, I know they're trying to do like, you know, get some of the attention of the, the negative mm -hmm. stuff that, that they've had been happening. But I know in 2022, there's going to be a lot of stuff like, okay, this entertaining video, AKA TikTok style videos is what's right. going to be working. That's right. a big, that's just, I mean, it was hard enough for to get businesses to post pictures and yeah. do stories. Now we're yeah. supposed to be these storytellers that can create, you know, you know, engaging, entertaining videos. If you're a local small business, it's really hard to create and, you know, spend time to figure this out. So what, how are we going to do this as marketers? Are we going to have to hire influencers? Is that going to be, have to be part of our budget? What are, what do you mm -hmm. see coming up? That's going to have to happen. Um, because this video thing has got to be a core component of our strategy because Definitely. we just can't, you know, hit record and throw up right. a video. It's got to be creative, innovative, entertaining, all that stuff. So what are we to do? Like, tell us. <laughs> As you take a drink. You're muted. Yeah, okay. I choke. That's oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm choking. Because it's, it's hard. I choke too when I get asked this question. Oh, no. Um, <clears throat> I do think that video is important. The good thing is, as we already said, it doesn't have to be like perfect, super edited, all that kind of stuff. It is edited. It's just a matter of the biggest thing is figuring out how to tell the story of your small business in video. Like, how can you show your product? So it depends on what kind of business you are or what kind of service you are and how you can show that. Show yourself making the things, mm -hmm. show your shop, show your whatever your business is, you just have to figure out how to show that in a video versus photos. It's definitely hard to go from a photo mentality to a video mentality. It's a little bit different. Like you just have to start filming and playing with your phone and hitting the re record button on video. Once you start doing it, it's not that hard. I personally always consider myself to be more of a photographer. So taking pictures of things was easier for me. Editing them was easier for me. Um, there's so many great tools now for video that it's not as hard as it was. Mm -hmm. I like to use the CapCut app. That's the one that I've been using um, the most for my little things. That's what it is, CapCut. Yep. And it's very easy to use. I just use the free version. It puts a little like thing at the end of it. You just delete it that has their logo on it. Um, you can do video in Canva, depending on what you're doing. Um, and Adobe, um, not Spark, 
Rush Premiere is what they mm-hmm. renamed it. Rush Premiere app is great because you can resize it. You can also resize your video in Canva now, which is helpful. Right. So depending on what you're doing, um, there's a couple different ways that you can resize it. So you have the vertical videos. So I definitely think that um, it's not as hard as it used to be to do a video. Like it used to be if you're, you needed a lot of equipment and you needed somebody who needed, who could use Final Cut Pro and would have to do like pro editing. And I don't think it has to be that anymore. A little bit of real life is great, you know? So I think if you're a small business owner, you're the person that people talk to and see a lot. So seeing you on camera would be really beneficial. And it's just going to be a matter of figuring out how to do that. There's a, another way to get great resources is Skillshare has lots of great classes. Um, just And YouTube, of course, is a trove right. of And right. TikTok, by the way, yeah. is a great place to learn how to edit video or do certain things. I even like figured out how to do some different transitions. There's crazy transitions. There's so many trends. You know, do you want to hop on a trend? That's the way that you can go viral. Right. Uh, if that's so, even a thing, you can't plan that. Right. FYI, small business owners, you can't be like, we're going to go viral in 2022. That's, that will yeah. probably not happen. But you could get new customers and new people. So if you don't have to ignore the trends. Um, you can you can usually see them in a day or two because Instagram shows them to you. You see the same song once or twice that people are doing. That's a little clue that that one is popular. So then you can just favorite that and save the song and Mm -hmm. go back and watch them and create your own version. I would challenge anybody who's doing it to put your own spin on everything and not try to copy something exactly. That's one of the things that makes those videos a turnoff for me is everybody's like, is this song, everybody's going to do this thing. You got to put a little spin on it to make it interesting. And then it's worth it to hop into the trend. If it's, if there is a business purpose for you to do it, that to me makes it worth it. So I think the biggest hangup, and I know it's been for me, is then I get on there and I see people like Zach King with gazillions of views. Oh my god! And then they're Zach like, King, I can't. And you then can't, he's you like, can't I can't compare be that. yourself to Zach King. But no I think is. I think that's what a lot of small business owners do is of they course. they see that and they're like, man, I can't do that. When they really just need to go on and do what you were suggesting is like, you know, right. let's say it was a like I have a local um, client that's uh, makes hand uh, handcrafted chocolates. Showing just how they pour chocolate and how they put it out there and how they decorate it. That's all you Mm -hmm. need to do. So I think it's getting over that mind hurdle. And I think in 2022, we've got to do that. And we've got to learn like storytelling techniques and some of that stuff that's that been around forever. But it's it's getting over that hurdle of, man, I feel weird doing this. Yeah, you feel it feels a little bit weird at first to do a video. Uh, One of mine that I did, um, I was going to a a spa and I wanted to do like a little um, kind of the B-roll video where, you Mm -hmm. know, like where you're going in and you're doing the stuff. And and I was like, can I do this? Like, I'm going to feel like stupid (laughs) filming this video. But I was like, I walked in and I forgot I was going to do it. So I said to the girl at the counter, "Okay, ignore me for a minute. I'm going to go make a video. And they were like so excited about it. They They were like, yay, they were, they were happy about it. So don't feel, you know, just do it. It's the same as taking photos places. You know, everybody Mm -hmm. does it now. Video is more popular. Don't, and don't feel like it's an age thing. Like it's only the young kids that are doing it. The young kids of course are doing it, but I see people of all ages. I've seen businesses of all kinds and I have to admit I was so wrong (laughs) at TikTok at the beginning. I couldn't see what the business value of it was, but there's a huge amount of people doing great things from, 
you know, getting people showing how something is used. Mm-hmm. Last year, um, there's tons of people right now, we're in the holidays. There's tons of people creating these cool videos, very short videos on how to wrap presents. Like this is a oh, weird yeah. box. This is how you do it. This is how you do a ribbon. Um, and the thing that I found last year was this person kept showing this clip. It's a clip that goes on the side of the table. The tape roll goes in the top. So you don't need two hands. You can just literally hold the box with your finger and then grab the tape and put it on there. And it's totally brilliant. And that thing sold out. Um, the person had viral video. They had an Amazon link. I th- yeah, it was an Amazon link that was an affiliate link and mm-hmm. they probably made so much money from that one video. Yeah. So it's just a matter of figuring out how to do it, showing something that is useful because that's one of the things that I think more is going to come over from TikTok to Instagram is yes, entertaining, but also useful. There, what is, there's like recipes, there's a viral feta um pasta recipe that's amazing for a good reason it was real because that is such a good recipe but feta sold out in the country that (laughs) i mean that shows you that people are learning from video and youtube's been around forever and i don't think everybody on youtube has figured out how to do it so well but tiktok to me those people have the benefit of all the other people that have been working for decades on stuff where you weren't making money. Twitter, mm-hmm. people are like, how can I make money from this? Guess what? Nobody makes money on Twitter. It's just a thing. I That's mean, right. you sponsor Twitter chats are very few and far between. Right. Um, they have the little tip chip jar on um, Twitter. I th- I've never pushed that or promoted anything, but I think I got $5. Somebody sent me $5. I was like, That's more hey, than I've heard t- anybody else get. Yeah. 11 years and I got $5. So, so ooh. there's, uh, um, I was going to say one comment is, uh, from, uh, I'm not sure cause, um, but it says leaning into the weird uncomfortable is where the magic happens. And I was going to point out yeah. if you don't think you can do video, one of my, my friends, Roger Wakefield, who is huge on YouTube is a plumber from Dallas mm, and he is, a, awesome. he does amazing TikToks. He does amazing shorts <laughs> and they're hilarious, but it's just him. Yeah doing his job and he is it's, it's gone, his gone expertise bonkers. yeah he's just blown and up everyone and, has plumbing in their house right everyone yeah well we hope everyone yeah I, maybe. <laughs> so and gary says some this is a great point he goes uh using some of the video effects like green screen yeah can make the video pop and you can pinch your video size so you reveal more of the things behind you those are great yep. tips uh gary and sabrina says stories and sharing customer stories is big for his her clients and Later on, she Mm -hmm. says it's her restaurant clients, which is, yeah, Yeah. that would be really, really cool. So totally good. Yeah. I, the last one that I did, I totally went out of my comfort zone and I was trying rollers in my hair, which I haven't done for a long time. And I put rollers in and then I was like going to show what it looked like afterwards. So I did like a before and after, but I started with the rollers in my hair. I was like, oh, like I would never in a million years have thought I would put images of myself with rollers in (laughs) on the internet and so i posted it and then i just it was a very short it took me i was just doing my hair anyway so it took me two seconds to do the before i did a little clip after put them together on CapCut, so it took no time i didn't do add music or anything but i just put like a funny caption um and i tagged my favorite um, hairstylist that's on Insta. He's on Instagram. He's everywhere. He's one of the people that Pinterest has doing a creator show. He's so freaking brilliant. He makes videos that show you how to do stuff, right. do hair, but he's also a celebrity stylist. He does like all the hot young stars um, mm-hmm. hair. And so I tagged him on that because my hair had like super volume. And sometimes when he does stuff, he's got like big volume and he commented on it like immediately. And I was like, whoo, 
there you go. That's like cool. I never would have thought that I would have put that out, but um so sometimes it's just like, what are you doing? And would it be interesting to someone else? Like rollers used to be the thing that everybody did in their hair. And now everybody yeah. wants beach waves. And so they're using, you know, a flat iron to make curls. And, you know, so even all that kind of stuff, I love watching hair tutorials. I'm sure you don't, but um, <laughs> to me, I like them. I like makeup tutorials. There's cooking tutorials. There's cleaning. Like TikTok is segmented into all these different crazy, right. like cleaning TikTok and this. And I think that's one way that the hashtags there for Really worked and like i said before i feel like TikTok is benefiting from all the other like they figured out how to make money uh, not everybody is making money by the way it's still probably a very small percentage at the top but some people are making money at it hashtags are helping with that twitter and instagram got us to that point where mm -hmm. people were like you know looking at that stuff so and the only way that people are finding the viral stuff is finding other people's things and saving the song and recreating it which is an interesting thing about tiktok that it's kind of a like here's a thing copy the thing here's the thing copy the thing and i think that's what teens and you know young young adults like because in that point of your life you want to fit in with everybody and do the same thing but mm -hmm. the magic is when you create your own spin on it right so i want to and on that point because i want to go back to some of the, some of the news you know business in, yeah. insider shared um, an article titled you know what is so great about tiktok because we're just talking about that <laughs> and it was it's really interesting because these leaked documents reveal what facebook and instagram think of their rivals from youtube to linkedin uh the, these leaked documents from the facebook papers shed light on what facebook thinks of like um uh, you know that the 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 whole thing with the body image stuff and all that kind right. of things um right but they even said when a new competition enters the room, Facebook has historically cloned that competitor's champion product. You know, yep. for Snapchat, it was stories, uh, TikTok, it was reels. And I guess the big takeaway is that Instagram is terrified of losing the interest and affection of these young users. Mm -hmm. the, even that commercial for Meta, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It tells you nothing what Meta is, but it just <laughs> tells you what demographic they're out, uh, after because there's right. just these kids bopping to this music and that's it. So anyway, they're trying to get these young users and but from not just TikTok, but YouTube and Snapchat, Discord and Twitch and even Slack, they're worried about. So they didn't mm. want to comment about any of this stuff, but they said that, you know, these are all worries that they've had from all these places. But here's you know what, what I say to that, though. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. And say I was going to say that I think this gives us an opportunity because if mm -hmm. they're trying to stay ahead, competition is always, I think, helps the end user. So. As we go into 2022, we know that they're going to be highlighting reels. They know that they're going to really try to get us to do that. In fact, I was talking to Peg earlier. I got access to this bonus program for Facebook reels where it says I can earn up to $35,000. Okay, right, whatever. <laughs> but they're really trying. That is good. The comp competition is good. And so we need to lean into that as we develop our marketing strategy is, okay, mm -hmm. how can we not pit them against, against each other, but use the opportunity that that you know they're worried about tiktok what can we do because we know they're going to be boosting reels is i guess what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah i think as a small business owner you have to say okay i'm going to create this special content but you have to be able to reuse it too in other places and now the vertical video isn't just in one place so you can look at it as a like okay i can make this thing to showcase my business or do a client testimonial or show my service or introduce my 
you know, the followers to the people that work in the store or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the thing is, you know, build your area of expertise. And maybe you're also going to post that on TikTok in a little bit different format. And maybe you make it also into a Pinterest idea pin. Right. So just think of ways that you can use it. So it get you get the most bang for your buck, even YouTube shorts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, you definitely have to Number one is to make sure going into 2022 that everything that you're creating is going to add value to your business some way. Is it going to lead people to um, a splash page that's going to have products and services? You know, is it going to how how is it going to help your business? Sometimes it's brand awareness. Sometimes it's, you know, actual sales community. There's different areas that, you know, everything isn't going to be one thing. So kind of build out what's important for your small business for 2022. Do you need to build community and get more listeners, viewers, sales, whatever, then focus on that. But you also wanna mix in the other pieces of it too. So it's not just one type of thing all the time. So I would, if I was a small business for 2022, I would come up with a plan month by month because you can't go farther than a month. Things change too too much at a time. So I would, you know, look at January's calendar, use something like Planoly who gives really great information on like how to plan and schedule or plan plan app. I also like both of those. Um, Go to those places, get your calendar for the month, and then, you know, figure some posts that you're going to put in that'll be on your regular page. But then work in reels and then stories when you have, you know, an actual story to tell. But if you have, you know, think about adding video in, in there. Don't get overwhelmed by it. Like I mentioned before, you can YouTube how to create all the different types. Once there's a viral TikTok thing or a Reels editing thing, somebody makes a video on how to do it and you can very easily just Google it, go to YouTube, search, you know, how to create Instagram Reels and you will get all the information that you need. Mm -hmm. If you're just going to focus on one thing and you're just going to do Reels, make sure that you learn all the little tricks in there. You know, you want to have hashtags in there. You still want to have some of the other features that you think about a little on TikTok, but not as much. But Instagram, if you're focusing on Instagram Reels, go to Instagram, look at their help section on how to do Reels, the specs, how long they can be, all of that. And then, like I said, go to YouTube, figure out how to make the videos, learn how to do three different styles. It's not as hard as you think. And then, you know, figure out how that's going to be part of your, how are you going to reach your marketing goals, brand awareness, building your community. Like I said, I didn't grow followers from my Instagram reels, but I did connect with the people who are my followers there. So it's not like it didn't have any value. It didn't, you know, I wasn't like leading people to blog posts or anything like that. I was just like creating some video content to see how it did. Community wise, I would say it it did well. And I got good feedback from people on them. And you deepen the relationship with the people you had in your community already. Right, right. Yeah. So before we move on to this next thing about the new features in Instagram, there's there's really Mm -hmm. interesting conversation going on in the chat right now. A lot of people are struggling. Uh, Their viewers and their their, you know, clicks have gone down across all Mm -hmm. networks. Uh, Michelle actually says and she's talking specifically about Pinterest. She goes, my Pinterest went from one million views to twenty five thousand and my content gets better. I've given up. A lot of people feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing all the things and it's still stinking. The algorithm isn't doing what it was. 
what do I do? So what do you tell people who are like, <laughs> I am, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and it's just not working. What do I need to do? Right. Um, I will say that I'm still on organic everything. I'm not like, okay, everybody run to ads immediately because that's going to solve your problems. Cause I don't think that it will Pinterest in particularly in particular, they did, um, they changed their algorithm. And I think every single person's impressions went down. Maybe the impressions don't mean as much as we thought they mean. I think it's kind of a vanity metric that we hold to ourselves. Maybe you're getting less impressions, but maybe it's more people that are important. I do have idea pins that I've done that are doing very well. They don't lead anywhere else. You can't click to go right. anywhere. You have to like work it in the description section. So it, it is hard. And I don't think that they're putting as much emphasis on pins that lead somewhere. Pinterest, which we're talking about Instagram, so we're not going to go deep into right. this, but Pinterest is definitely moving towards being a creator network. As I mentioned, the um, influencer that I talked about before has a Pinterest show. They have a live, they have a show every week. They're really moving towards creators that are making things. It's never been about supporting bloggers like at um, all yeah, on Pinterest. Right. They could care less. They really don't care about us. Thanks. Um, also, <laughs> neither you really do feel the yeah. But it's true. Right. <laughs> um, they, they want people who are like Tom Daly, the UK Olympic athlete who's knitting and crocheting. He also has a show. They want people who are making things, creating things. So they're trying to move to being a creator network. And I think things that are there are going to see less interaction, even though I will say my older content that was popular is still getting you know, things and Pinterest is still my number one traffic refer. So I would not give up on Pinterest. I would just maybe tweak what you're doing a little bit. I appreciate that your content is better and you probably are working hard. And I feel that because I felt the same way about mine. Um, and pins that I create, the images are way better than they used to, but they want to showcase idea pins. And so that's when I create new things, I create idea pins now. Yeah. Um, and it's always testing and trying new things. And like Dustin says, yeah. he, he always remembers that clicks and views are what he's going for. If clicks, traffic is dropping, that's what he worries about. And that's what actually a lot of people are worried about. And so all we yeah. can, we don't have the secret sauce because if we did, we'd be a lot richer than we are right now. And mm -hmm. we would, um, I mean, it's just, it's always experimenting and, and those things change and things that worked last week don't work this week. And it's, yep. you, you have, if you're doing social media, change is just a, a constant and you just got to keep yeah. doing it and it stinks, yeah. but yeah, that's what it is. So let's yeah. move on to our second section where we're going to talk about these new yeah. Instagram fe features. We talked about some of these, uh, kind of little bit, but they've even changed. We just talked about change. Uh, even some mm -hmm. of the things that we covered two weeks ago have changed. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about some of these. So Instagram rolled out a bunch of these new features and we're going to cover them. And the first one is they last week, Instagram debuted, uh, debuted reels, <laughs> sorry, reels, visual replies. So what are it, what are reels, visual replies? How do they work and why should we use them, Peg? I would say it's a rip off of Pinterest. I, they did that on Pinterest too, where you could yeah. reply to something with a video. I don't know who came up with it first, but I, and on Instagram, if somebody sends you a message, now you have a, a comment 
like say for example you did a video on how to do something and someone says but yeah but how did you what filter did you use like where can i find that you can hit instead of reply you can you could do a um a reel back to them so you can create a video response to them and it'll pop up the little question with a person's name so it's a great community building thing so say for example you had um something on instagram where you posted about this new link feature and people said i i don't know where that is you could make a little video you could just do a little response and it has the person's name and image on there so you're building your community by you know showing that this person asked you a question and you can just say hey all you have to do is go here go there and you'll find a little thing there for blah 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 so i haven't found any use any comments that i can respond to people with a video yet but i do have the feature it's kind of cool i mean it could be if if for example it was a big influencer big beauty influencer or somebody mm -hmm. like that answered one of your questions you think it was pretty cool you know or yeah. depending on whatever if it's the plumber guy and you asked him a question and he was like oh my god i use my three quarter inch whatever wrench you'd right. be like Ta -da. yeah <laughs> so they come back i guess as stickers that when you see them in there or something like that but um they're not yeah, at the no, time it does it yeah. like a sticker at the top but nobody else sees that reply it's just private right like if you if no, I, I think you can save it as a reel oh and then share I haven't it out done it yet i we'll think, have to test I think that. so yeah so um yeah because i was wondering like 100 because like if i like so you're a big ryan reynolds fan so like if you did something and ryan reynolds responded you would want to share that with everybody right i'll share that with you because it used to be every friday for like two months then i just left him alone on twitter uh, so but i mean I, I, it's interesting how that would work so that might be yeah. like your point uh, building community it's going to yep. be a, a big deal. Yep. That would be a great way. Yeah. To do and, and say, for example, like John M2, who was on our show, who was mm -hmm. um, the, the podcast, Guy Kawasaki's podcast. That's not Jeff and my show. Right. We work on the show, yeah. but it feels like our show because we work on it as well. But anyway, John M2, director of Crazy Rich Asians and In the Heights, they did really great press for that movie and they had all kinds of stuff. So imagine going to see your favorite movie and then movie star did a quick little response to you saying, thanks for watching. We did that with a blah, blah, blah. You would be blown away and a super fan for life like for real right. you would so a lot of these things you can see how they can build community um it's just figuring out how to use it yeah. for your business but any it, small business could get all kinds of questions so and that would be big even your small community doing that for small mm -hmm. businesses would be amazing one of the things yeah. and i still tell this story and it's kind of the same thing is i had a question and i it was about a video thing and eileen smith was talking about it and i sent her something well she sent me a video back i think it was on twitter and explained how to do it and showed me how to do it and i was like Oh my gosh. So I'm in like an Eileen Smith fan for life because she did that. And <laughs> right. that's the power of video. It's not, you're not going to, not going to open some video. If somebody sends you a video. You're not right. every, I mean, you right. will. So I think it's really, really Hopefully cool. Hopefully they'll be good ones. <laughs> right. I know. So another thing that uh, happened last week is this, uh, the company announced uh, these new end of year playback IG mm -hmm. stories, kind of time capsule features. Uh, yeah. And what it does is actually takes the stories archive and users can uh, customize and select up to 10 stories to share with their followers. Uh, you, of course, you've to be eligible, you have to have posted more than three stories this year and have stories <laughs> archive turned on. So uh, they actually suggest these playback posts for you, but you can also have the option to pick what you want to share. And uh, this is supposed to be available for users for several weeks. So this is end of year kind of things. Recaps has mm -hmm. been really, um, you know, popular, you know, sp you know sp 
a lot of companies have done this. Even yeah. Reddit, Facebook is doing it. Reddit's actually doing one. Uh, so Spotify, Spotify yeah. did it. They, they, they create a really great content mm-hmm. and they show you who your top people are. They show you who your top podcasts that you listen to, like all the stuff. Yeah. Cool. So have you seen um, any like brands taking that and doing it in a cool way for these like re- year in reviews, mm-hmm. like stories? Have you seen anything? Uh, I, I haven't seen anybody using that, but I'm sure it's going to be popular. It's a, it's a new updated version of the top nine that used to be popular. It used to yeah. be people would post their top nine into one square, you know, your top post for the year. But right. I think they'll do that for stories. So I'm sure people will share it. They're always good. I mean, Facebook's good about creating the meta Mm-hmm. Meta Facebook Instagram slash things. Um, <laughs> Meta is great at creating those, like trying to get you to share your old memories. They do that every day when you go on. They show you, right. you were doing this eight years ago. I had one the other day that was like eleven years ago, and I was like, man, that's a lot. Of I love. It. I mean, Apple even does it on on their on their phones. Like their photos, they'll put together like yeah. you're in San Diego or whatever, and I'll see. <laughs> you know, so I love that stuff. I, I'm a sucker and yeah. I watch them and spend way too much time on it. So I think it's. it's I think Google the, Google Photos does that too. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's smart. I think that's a smart thing, and I do think people will use it. So if you're a small business owner, I would for sure do a little highlight on that. If you have some good things, especially if you have customer stories that you could share, mm-hmm. like if you have like customers come to your shop or you explain some to the customer where you could shout them at out and tag them in some way, that would be really, really cool too. So mm-hmm. I get a lot of goodwill that way. So next up, this is an interesting one is the chronological feed coming back mm. to Instagram. What? So I want to know, <laughs> Peg, what you think about the news of this chronological feed option that may we're saying may come to Instagram. And once again, this kind of got leaked out a little bit when uh, the head of Instagram was in front of Congress. Does does it matter? Should we care? Does it change anything from a business perspective? Um, What do you think about this? It could change things. I mean, people, a lot of people point to the pointed to the downfall and engagement and everything when they took away the chronological feed. So the difference is now you have an AI driven feed based on what Instagram thinks you want to see versus the people that you're following. So instead of just showing you the podcast that you listen to, they're showing you also other podcasts that you might like because their main goal is to keep you there as long right. as possible so for them that worked out great but it didn't work out as well for people who lost community people who are if you work so hard to build your community and get people to follow you come on let the people <laughs> see the stuff like show your posts in the feed show your stories come on right i think hopefully it'll help i'm i'm hoping that if the chronological feed if it's an option i would for sure turn it on and try it so this is what they said is it is going to be an option that users can opt to click to see a quote recent feed but the feed will still be algorithm algorithmically sorted when you open the app so because uh, they, they say that they do that all of the platforms say they do that because there's just too much information you know, there's just too much information and and you would, you can't see it all. So they try to decide, well, you've interacted with this person X amount of times, but Mm -hmm. sometimes you're like, I, but I wanted to see the other person too. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like having an algorithm on what you see 
could be worked in with chronological. Like if it was yeah. really to help the user see who they followed, it would be great. And then also like maybe someone who you haven't seen for a while, but you used, they judge you, they judge who you're seeing by mm -hmm. what you're liking, where you're commenting, right. who are you messaging with all those things. But there are other people that sometimes I have to remember, Oh yeah. What happened to that yeah, person that did the blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, I can't even remember what their name is. Then you got to look and go right. through your follow people that you're following to find them, which is a challenge or just let us make a list of people that we could follow or a group I, I or would, something. So here's the thing. I would love chronological feed, but I, let us have, do the ads, use your algorithm on the ads that you're going to send us in between there. Because honestly, I have found some great like apps and tools on Instagram mm -hmm. because they know what I like, like especially mm -hmm. video stuff and podcasting stuff. I, I find some great ads and found some great resources that way. I'm yeah. fine with that. You know, mm -hmm. but leave, like you said, leave it alone. I want to be, you know, uh, you know, communicating with people I want to see the I want people to. I follow. Yeah. yeah. And then if I want to see other people, I can go to the explore page yeah. and, and see yeah. other people that are like who I follow. And so, I mean, that's good yeah. choice, you know. Dustin is saying they're actually testing the same navigation option on Facebook. He says he currently has it. Shows a yeah. home, a favorites, recent navigation bar at the top. So very interesting. Yeah. And Carrie is really, she's watching over on YouTube. Hey, Carrie. Uh, I look forward to the option to view chronologically, even if the AI feed is the default. Yeah. I wonder how many people are going to just like, as soon as they open up Instagram, they're going to tap over that chronological yeah. feed. Or maybe yeah. they're not nerdy marketers. Maybe they don't care, but uh, I think it'd be great. So, yeah, it would be. And then it would be nice if we could get a little bit more engagement from people that follow us. Yeah. So this last uh, feature I want to talk about, and we covered this with Lou Mangiello uh, a couple a month or two ago about when we're talking about these customized link sti stickers and stories. So in October, mm -hmm. Instagram announced the link stickers, which allows everybody to share links in your story, no, how, no matter how big or small your account is. Well, this past week, Instagram added this to the news by announcing that you can now customize the text and color of your links and stories. So users yeah. will now be prompted to choose a custom text for their link sticker, which is very, very cool, and then able mm -hmm. to change its color by tapping on it before finalizing their story. So uh, yeah. I guess you're limited when it comes to colors and whatever, but um, I really like being able to rename it and customize the CTA op option yeah. and all that stuff. So what are your strategies, Peg, for getting people to take those, you know, extra clicks to get to your site or your promotion or a lead magnet or whatever from your Instagram? You said you struggled with it. Do you think this will help? Well, I've always had the swipe up feature. So for I me, I'm, I got to like switch my language for people that had it though. It's like hard because you're so used to being like swipe up. And there was so many really cute swipe up mm -hmm. um, animations and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So now you got to try to figure like, how can you make that? Weird. It's a really weird, awkward sticker. You know, you tap it a couple times, make it look better, write a cute CTA. I have seen some people get super creative and make little, um, like you can make a little Canva, um, little graphic and mm -hmm. then put it over that and you can tap it and it still goes to the link. So if you really want to match your brand, you could do that. You don't have to though, because then you'd have to save it as a transparent um, image and save it to your phone, but you could reuse it all the time and just add the little image in there over it. So that's super dorky. <laughs> so I think, I think um, one thing is you have to think about when you're designing your Canva graphic that you need to make room for the sticker somewhere. So if you're doing it that way, 
you could, and I just thought of this while I was saying it, you could in your Canva graphic, just make a spot where that link would go and then just design around like a little rectangle shape Mm -hmm. and do, you could do all of your design in Canva and then just put the link there and change it to make it transparent or, you know, whatever color you want to do. So just, you have to think a little bit, um, how you're going to work it in and just leave space for that on your story. But I think people are definitely liking it. Um, and I think it's very valuable. So you definitely want to do it. Yeah. I'd like to know if I'd love to see people who are really getting maybe some traffic from it. Uh, I haven't, I've just started playing with it, but, uh, from the comments, uh, like Sabrina saying, love the link stinker updates. She's shouting it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, uh, Shay has a good point. He talks about, he says one word sort of UTM. So that's two words, but mm-hmm. we get what you mean. Um, <laughs> That's a really good idea is actually doing one of those tracking things so you can actually find out that it is coming from Instagram in your Google right. Analytics. That's super, super nerdy, but super helpful when you're tracking this but stuff. But that's where changing the text makes it good because yeah. before it would just show the link and then it exactly. would be like bitly blah, you know. Yeah. So this that that's a great point, Shay. Thank you for that. And mm-hmm. then uh, Carrie says the link feature in, in Instagram is one of the best recent features, especially being able to rename it. Yes, I agree. And the new video reply, she likes that one as well. So lots of cool stuff. Um, it's just remembering to do it all. <laughs> being, I liked what you said earlier, Peg, and we're going to talk about that next is the kind of best practices. But what you were saying about taking the, you know, going a month ahead, because mm-hmm. all this stuff wasn't here last week. You're right. You can't really go, you know, more than a month ahead. But planning on your content for Instagram, and I know you're really, really good at this. I know uh, from d- working with you with the Igai Kawasaki's Remarkable People is the Trello we have laid out that we use. It's very, very, mm-hmm. we, and it takes work, but it saves you time in the long run. So right. talk about some of the best practices that you think uh, we could use going into 2022. Mm-hmm. I mentioned one of them, but one, one thing that I love to use is plan the plan it's plan that.com. It's an app that actually integrates with canvas. So you can create things in Canva and send it right into there, but they all, they have so many great features in there to help you schedule everything I created. Let me see if I can pull it up. I can pull it up quick. I created this really amazing custom, um, Thing for myself in the app and then it just tells me things to fill in and they do a lot of great training things it's pulling up sorry um okay so let me see where my strategy is so in my strategy you can see this you I'm can create all these different you can i got okay yeah there you go so you can create this little custom thing with all custom colors and create so say you're gonna do i did nine different things you know fill it out for your business. And then all you have to do is drag those into the little calendar, tap on it, put the image in. And so just to make sure you hit what you want for your business. So we'll get, we'll use Dustin as an example, cause Dustin's in here. So Dustin has, um, he's working on some software to create social posts and things like that. If I was Dustin, I would um, fill out my little grid and then I would have like features of the app, when the app will be available, graphics I made from the app, a quote using the app. Like you can just do things like that. And then it makes it so much easier because it kind of gives you the outline of what you want to do for the month to reach your business goals, to build your community. You know, you just want to make sure that you're hitting those things that make sense for your business. So that's why I like to just go one month at a time. You know, you can plan out whether you're doing feed posts or stories, you know, uh, maybe you want to start the week out with a story on Mondays, um, mm-hmm. like 
something like that. Don't put too much pressure on yourself to be in the app all the time. But if Instagram is going to be your main thing, that's what I definitely do is I look at every month as a chunk and then I create all of it for the month using the main important things. The podcast is different because that's a weekly show. So that's what I'm doing is a weekly, like I do weekly content for that. I do a post every um, Wednesday and then I create stories that I share um, that obviously have the link to swipe, to not to swipe up, but to tap. (laughs) So uh, Dustin has a great uh, comment. He goes, planning equals saving time plus creative energy. I love that creative energy that he added there. Um, And so, uh, so Dustin, I've heard of this before. He goes, instead of Trello, he uses an app called Notion to bulk Mm -hmm. plan, which is great. So yeah, we'd love for you guys. It's very similar. I I didn't love Notion, but a lot of people do do like it. So uh, let's kind of crowdsource this. So like drop in, if you're watching the, uh, your favorite uh, planning apps, we've got Notion, we've got late. uh, What was the one you said, Peg? I said plan, P-L-A-N-N and plan only is the other one that I I like both of those for, um, you can do your stories in there. Plan actually updated so you can do TikTok, Pinterest, like everything is in there now. It's the mm-hmm. only one that I know you can do TikTok in. So Very if you're cool. going to try to do your videos for Instagram Reels and TikTok, that would be the place to go. And they also have great analytics. So, so, um, we've, so we've got some great ones coming here. And Carrie says planning mm-hmm. also helps reduce stress from decision fatigue. So it's weird that it's that it's actually a thing. That is very very true. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I wear the same thing every day. Um, <laughs> and Dustin says uh, Notion is is overly complex. But uh, Gary says that he's using Rike. I actually use mm-hmm. Rike for when I I have uh, Video Husky is who I use to do a lot of my video. Uh, they kind of help me with that. Uh, Asana is uh, is what Carrie's using. Yeah. Uh, Sabrina's using plan. So, uh, and this is great. And I think this is great, Brian. He goes, uh, uh, I'm notepad and a pen, a little old school. Hey, that works. Um, I'm sure Peg's well, going to hold up. I do. And bit it. I have my, ba- I do, I do that. Actually, I created in here. <laughs> so uh, I actually do, I do actually write mine out as well. Yeah. I use it in the app, but I like to, I still like to write it out just to make sure that I'm hitting all the targets for products you know, different mm-hmm. things. That's for the product based, um, account that I do. Yeah. So I think any of those tools, as long as, and, and I switch between them, I try, I try to, you know, um, see what's going to best with me. And some of it, so I keep it fresh is I like, like to switch things up, but that's just cause I'm a nerd and I like productivity <laughs> things. Um, this is really interesting. So this is from later.com shares this insight. They said gone are the days where Instagram was solely for sharing aesthetically pleasing pictures. Now the app is home to something much more impactful community and conversation. So mm-hmm. uh, I think as we think about 2022 on Instagram specifically, um, what do you think we need to know about nurturing a community on Instagram based on our brand personality? You know, how do you find what your actual brand personality is and how do you set the right to- tone? So Peg, you have one <laughs> that you've done. You've done it for years though on yours. So mine is me. My own personal one is me as a digital brand. So that one is easy for me. Um, I think some ways to use the tools to tra- to get your brand, um, not going into the branding, like how do you come up with your brand, but how to use Instagram to help build your community. I think using your personality, 
going into the messages and making sure that you're responding to people. But there are there is a way to put a little log of custom messages in there to respond to things. So if someone said, oh, my God, your, your blog is amazing. You can be like, oh, here's my latest article. You know, like you could put some custom messages in there like um, that are branded kind of messages. You, know, mm-hmm. you can put links to things to share with people. So things would be consistent. Um, I do have some of those set up on Facebook and I, Instagram, you know, I typically just answer the ones that I get in the brand cause I don't get a ton, but I think thinking about those things, if you were a bigger brand, you obviously would have a whole bunch in there. Like say you had a big sale going on or you're going to give a coupon code. Any business could do that. You're going to give a coupon code. That's good for the next X, you know, you could say, send me a direct message and I'll DM you a custom coupon code. Like that's a great way to connect. We're running short, but I want to talk about this last thing because let's talk really quick because you just mentioned coupon code. Uh, Let's Mm -hmm. talk about Instagram as a shopping platform. So Mm -hmm. how can Mm -hmm. brands take full advantage of like these Instagram sales and shopping features within their feed posts and stories? And they're going to have a lot more of these tools rolling out, I know, in 2022. But how can we how can brands sell stuff on Instagram? It's amazing. There was a um, during that fashion weeks, there was virtual fashion shows and you could click on things and get the price and buy it right there. So I think it's really going to be the way to go. Virtual shopping. Ralph Lauren um, has, I saw it actually in a magazine. They, they promoted their virtual store and you can go to ralphloren.com slash something virtual. And it's just like being in the store and you can scroll around and click on the picture with those little marks where there's tags and it takes you to the product page. So those things are zooming along. And I know that Instagram is going to be moving even more towards that, especially with stupid COVID and not being able to do things in person. They're, they're moving the technology along faster. So I think Instagram is already has already set up really well for Instagram shopping. It's so easy to buy things just from an ad. So if you were a brand and you had a product and you were going to do an Instagram ad there, you can tap on things and shop to buy right there. So they're just going to keep moving forward and making more great things that way. Um, But if you have stuff that you're selling, definitely get your shop set up on Facebook and then the products transfer over to your Instagram. And then it has a shop right underneath it. Super easy. And it's very seamless. And people only have to set up their credit card stuff once. And then it's just like a one click purchase. It's very easy (laughs) to buy things that is. So before we go, something else is very, very easy. We talked about creating these uh, reels contents before, and I want to make sure, and I was going to mention it then I forgot, but uh, the sponsor of our show, Ecamm, socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm, it actually lets you make the vertical video right inside of wow. uh, of Ecamm. So if you want to record it first and then you know you send it to your phone easily through, especially if you're using a Mac, it goes right over into your phone by just the share sheet. Uh, you can make those vertical videos on Ecamm, get them the way you want, you know, look into to your monitor, get your lighting just right, whatever. And you can go and, and, and make your uh, reels content that way, video and all easy. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Super easy. And uh, you can add your, your stuff on stickers later. So make sure you go check out our friends at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. They're amazing. Uh, but also who else is incredible is Peg Fitzpatrick. So Peg, <laughs> tell people where people, where we can find out more and all the goodness that is Peg and, and give your Instagram handle as well. Cause you do really good stuff there as too. 
Mine is the same everywhere. Peg Fitzpatrick. So if you want to check out my website, pegfitzpatrick.com, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, wherever I'm Peg Fitzpatrick. It makes it easy to find me. Um, if you come to Instagram, come and say hi. Uh, I think my last one is my one with the rollers. <laughs> I can't, you won't miss that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, come and say hi. Um, I do love when people come and say hi and I respond. So yeah, it's she's nice. awesome. And I just want to put this up because this is why our community is so good. And I want to do more community stuff uh, as we come on to 2022. But Dustin just sent this. He said, breaking Instagram introduced likes for stories. You can now like a story. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. I wonder what that's yeah. going to mean and how that's going to factor into the algorithm. So now look at Peg. I know she's mm-hmm. looking at her phone right now. I know. Uh, how did Dustin get that before me? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it, it's random. Uh, thank you, Dustin, for sharing that. Everybody check that out. Let us know what you think about uh, this likes for stories. I'm not sure what it's going to do. What is it? What is that? Dustin Dustin came and said hi on oh. Instagram. <laughs> yes. And so everyone's like, ooh, breaking news live. Yes. So we went a little long today, but thanks, Dustin, for sharing that. You guys are yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, he says, he says one of his uh, in- test Instagram accounts got the notice. Yes. Cool. So this is what's so fun about doing a live show because you get live breaking news at the, at, in the middle of it or at the <laughs> end of it. So uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Do not forget, we are also a podcast. Um, you can find us on all your favorite podcast uh, platforms. Just we'd love it for you guys to leave us a rating and review. Make sure you go follow Peg. Uh, our next show will be on Friday, January 7th at 11 a.m. Central. Uh, I mean, 11 and Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And with that, I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season. I may do something special Christmas week. I'm not sure, but it probably won't be on Friday uh, because that's Christmas Eve. But uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Appreciate all of you. Bye now. Social Media News Live.